0: on you are now tuned in to episode 104 of not politically correct we are back and in full-blown action now you know i'm talking about we definitely getting it in um it's just three of us now we're just a trio but as always we're gonna make shit pop it is your boy real mccoy aka mr what to do aka gun splash god aka doped up danny aka no cap charlie aka smooth job johnny aka fbi mike aka hip-hop harry aka Hallway Jones because your bitch got a ringtone and I know I was in that motherfucker. <laughs> <me>? do <Do-do-boo. laughs> do come on down, do <laughs> do uh, You can find me on Twitter, all day, er-day, at Rimmacoy KPZ. And from time to time, I'll be on Snapchat here and there, Rimacoy Rebel. You feel me? Cody. Hi, I'm Did City recording everything. Hi, I'm Cole. <laughs> <you record> <laughs> I like that, Lucky. <laughs> Ruh? No. <laughs> really no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not going to no. do that. Um, it's Russ, the barman, aka aka Smooth Fingers, aka K Universal, aka Progenitor, aka School Wars Q, aka Russ the Bus. <laughs> and then you can find me on the chatty of so snaps, ask Thaddeus, and then on I G at Candy C A N D I D underscore C U P I D I T Y. I D I T Y T Y D I T Y T D I D I T I
0: My Brother T T. D I T Y my Brother That Stands For uh, Unity Uh No. You've
1: Listening To Smooth Jazz.
0: Right. <laughs> I do man <inaudible>
1: unity. <inaudible> <W-t's, yeah.
0: laughs> <inaudible> 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 oh, classic shit. Classic shit. Um, I do want to let y'all know that we have a Facebook group, a not politically correct, um, podcast. You can join that Facebook group and be there for all the shenanigans. You can even find out now. Every Saturday, what we're going to be listening to on the upcoming episode, because I've been consistent with that. <laughs> um, also, you can find us and like our page at NPC Podcast on Facebook. You know, that's for the numbers and all of that razz, jazz, you know, lame ass shit. Razzle, dazzle. Exactly. We are also on Twitter at PC Podcast. And you can find us on anything that your ears can tune into. So that includes SoundCloud. That includes includes the podcast app on your wonderful um apple phones and iphones uh spotify spreaker google play um just search not politically correct podcast and we will come up and you can like us you can comment you can talk about how dope we are how you suck whatever how y'all want to talk about that you hear me so now it is time for what i like to call russell russell sports Russell hates some sports. Yeah, <laughs> sure.
2: Um, well, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think, what was it? We played, uh, that was his first game back from his uh, COVIDina, funky COVIDina. Um, <laughs> and we, the Packers lost in over, was it overtime by three or something like that? Yeah, we're going to say that because I said that. So if, if I'm wrong, you're wrong. All right. Uh-huh, Anywho, uh-uh. Uh <laughs> No, but uh, apparently he got injured during the game. Um, he was uh, had like a post-game interview or something like that. I don't know how far along it, afterwards it was, but he was making fun of an interviewer or uh, uh, an article that said that he had COVID, toe. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. He, so he said that... Um, it, he knew it hurt a lot worse than turf toe, and it wasn't that. So um, <laughs> apparently it was a slight fracture, um, but he did not practice um, this re- this week, but he is expected and planning to play uh, this Sunday. So that'll be interesting. I wonder how much that'll affect him.
0: Let me, mm. ask, let me ask you a question. What is, what is our record now? Because at one point, about two or three weeks ago, we were the number one team in the NFL. So we we're, were tied for number one with who? The uh, Cardinals. Okay. And or did it, they lose that the when, next we, time? Right. Well, when we won, it put oh, no, us in first seed. You're asking me like
2: I'm the sports guy or something. Like that. So we are seven, or sorry, we're eight and three right now. That's still not bad. That's still not um, bad. That's not bad. So the Cardinals are currently nine and two.
0: Son of a bitch. Okay, it's cool. I feel it. <clears throat> okay, wonderful. So, we'll see them in the playoff. Fucking faggots. Sorry.
2: Do so, you say fucking jackets?
0: I said faggots. Okay.
2: That's- oh, okay. That's a little different. Just a little bit. Uh-huh. We bet, um, <laughs> uh, in the NBA, uh, the Lakers Woo! and the Detroit Pistons, Woo, um, t- yes, that is not the Detroit Pistols, uh, <laughs> they, uh, had, there was a little scuffle going on, <laughs> um, to say the least. <laughs> kindergarten bullshit no, I'm just kidding. Uh, kindergarten um bullshit. so basically there was a, fr- a free throw uh, attempt and lebron drums and isaiah stewart were kind of next to each other trying to box each other out um if you see different angles of the video they were kind of like not to you know okay preemptive pause holding hands <laughs> um and, <laughs> and lebron's hand slipped out and it whacked uh isaiah stewart in the eye and he, I think he was like fell on the ground or something like that but anyway lebron went over to try to check on him like my bad are you okay you're right what's up he's isaiah stewart seemed fine you know okay until crazy lot us uh, finally saw blood coming down his face so that's when he lost it and it was like three four or five times that he was like held back i'm cool try to run around again i'm cool mm-hmm going around and then he tried to chase uh LeBron out of the, uh, through the tunnel. Um, cause so they both got ejected. Um, LeBron's take was like, I understand getting myself getting ejected. So like, cause if I kept playing fans and stuff, like how would that go? You know, but he's like, I don't understand why I got suspended a game. Um, they both got fined. I did see an article from insiders, uh, It's not The Onion, but I really don't know if this is, like, legit or not. So here is what I will read. Isaiah Stewart has been fined $10 million. Also, his wife wants divorce. His granny said (laughs) she won't feed him ever again, and he he can't even touch his balls until Christmas Day for yelling at (laughs) Brown.
1: Yeah, I kind of think that's a little complicated.
2: I don't know. Just little, like basketballs, test
1: balls. Right. <laughs> the whole grandma thing is definitely you know. right, right,
0: right. That's accurate as hell,
2: actually. So yeah. it was that part was interesting, but yeah, did you guys see the little
0: scuffle? Yes, People. I did.
1: I seen parts of it. I didn't see the actual scuffle, but I seen parts of it.
0: Um, you know, it was the, it was the second angle that I saw, and then that's when I was like, okay, this is a little. So, um you know, this a little Lebron right Lebron, you know what I mean like it was a little little bit much, but I will say this, um i people were trying to act like he was that guy was totally in the wrong, and i get he, it he he was totally in the wrong yeah. <laughs> i I get it no sorry, I'll let you finish right exactly, I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> um, I think that You know this if, if if we were if the Pistons were playing the Lakers in the 1990s or some shit like niggas pushing so, be worse right it, it well, would be, it been worse they, but, they said that
2: Isaiah Stewart brought out the bad boys team in himself right right exactly <laughs>
0: but
1: but it's not just against like a lot of the images that pop up regarding Isaiah because um, I went and did like a little research on dog because he just was all in the in the news and on all, like odd all websites right. just randomly. But he liked me squaring up on most anybody, like, at yeah. any times. There I was, seen,
2: there was well, like, him, kinda... or, uh, uh, Giannis and, yeah. uh, Thanasis went over to him at the end of the game, which I'm like, oh, Thanasis, for, like, sticking up for your brother, like, hey, this is a family thing. <laughs> like, what the fuck?
1: Right. <laughs> and so, he, he just seemed to have that kind of energy, so, I mean, it's, it's not really conducive for the, for the NBA. It's conducive <laughs> for ratings, but <laughs> he not for, ratings. for the
0: NBA. Yeah. Okay. Next I, on Lifetime, Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> put that, insert that picture of me with my hands on my face like home alone. <laughs> um, no, I put his face on the
1: and, like and I took that personally.
0: Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly dog. Um, I, I, I don't, okay, well, based on history, I did look a little bit of that up, and he, you guys are right. He's a little bit of a high head, but I don't think, LeBron James, if you, if you watch it, he was, it damn near did seem like dog was like, a, like you didn't have to, you know, he basically like, you know, knock dude in this shit, basically, on some, like, get off me type shit, and again, it would have been worse in the 90s and shit, but LeBron James, you don't play in the 90s, and you know, you don't, he don't act like, he don't move like that, usually in the games, he's always somewhere crying about, you know, some shit, like, flopping like a motherfucker, so, dude, if you gonna cry about how niggas is following you, don't be hitting, you know, smacking niggas in the face, bro, like, I just feel like it because it's LeBron James and what we are used to from him, you know. He you isn't too, ron Shush. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he he's never been wrong. He's. I dropped my he's, hot he's, pocket. Well, right, he's a he's a god on on earth. He's Jesus. He doesn't. Yeah. Thank you. I, well, okay. no, no, slow down. He's he's a king, right? <laughs> king. LeBron James. But no, I just feel like it was uh-huh. a little bit. It was much on a, a bit much for LeBron James and um you know had to shoot in reverse how he like knocked lebron james lebron james would have automatically been calling for like, kick this nigga out like getting me you know what i'm saying he would have automatically been calling for that and that dude didn't do much until he felt the you know the blood like you make bro you pop me in my right in like
2: which second grade cody totally understood that because i remember <laughs> 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 this is a funny story i was waiting in line uh in school to get out of school kind of thing and there's a kid in front of me with some metal lunchbox and he was swinging <laughs> it around back and forth and then it hit me on the for- top of the head you know and uh i was like ah oh, that kind of hair oh well and then i saw like touch my head and i saw blood i'm like <laughs> i mean i was a man you know at second, was, whatever man. but i was affected so i, I isaiah stewart hit. no i, I got stitches uh, <laughs> I, but you know, know. it's like you know you want to see blood but that guy was
0: just crazy though I feel it. You know what? You know what, Cody? Really, somebody crazy. Really, somebody convinces me to think otherwise. And I think you're a little bit. I think you're right. I think you guys are both right. Actually, maybe he did. He forced it a bit. He forced it a bit. I. I mean,
1: that's that's his character. He uh, forces a lot.
0: Okay. (laughs) Here's what I think. Like, honestly, like
2: you get a little reaction because someone hit you. Like, I get it. And uh, but he didn't seem to react right away. Like, if you get hit, and then you're like, hey, Wayne, what the fuck? But until he saw blood. And then at that point, it's like, okay, I'll give him another chance. You know, oh, you made me bleed. But this guy would not stop. And it was just a back and forth. Like, are you going to cool it or not? Because you're just, I don't know, intuition, you know. Right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Right. (laughs) I feel it. No, y'all right, y'all right. He did, you know, there's no place for that in the NBA. Not today. But back when maybe Charles Barkley and, like, them was, you know, doing that shit. Maybe. He was on Basically, he's on the wrong Pistons team. He was he should have been there about thirty years ago. He would have been fit right in. He could have been clotheslining niggas and all that shit. Could have been power Power Speaking
2: bomb wrong. Kevin Durant doesn't <laughs> use lotion. Anywho, um, Eamon <laughs> Shumpert especially <laughs> the <laughs>
1: Jazz. <laughs> the Jazz was notorious for that. Not about that. Lotion? <laughs> them and shit. Right. Yeah. Uh lotion. Yeah.
0: Who was? Wait, wait, wait. Eamon. Wait, hold on, hold on. One, one second. God. we got, we got time. We got time. We got time. Listen. Uh, Russell, Who's We in Europe, your... <laughs> said, We got, we got a... things to see and people to do, man. Right. <laughs> Ooh, wonderful. Um, Russell, who do you think uh, in the 90s? I would just get, give me your top, like, one or two roughest players. Would you say, like, Ryman? Would you say, um, you know, uh, uh
2: <sighs>
0: what do you mean by? What do you right. mean by like? Yeah, toughest or roughest? Like, I would
2: say, like, I would say, being aggressive outwardly, or yeah, like hourly, just hourly, a stand
0: for themselves, Outwardly aggressive people, like a nigga that might shove a nigga or a nigga that might close on, you know, like on in the middle of playing the game. This was their way to get into the hoop or, get, or you know, definitely yeah.
2: Undertaker,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy was pretty. No,
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I like
0: how I'm the sports
2: guy. I was born in '92, but you go you, to Russell. You
0: know, right. I because Russell. No, because <laughs> like, Russell played in the '90s. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason I asked Russell is because <laughs> he, uh, he often talks about it. He often talks about like how this was this era of it. And Cody, I'm. I would like to hear yours too. I just. I'm curious. As well. Oh no,
2: no, and I see priorities. Let me tell you the 2010s. <laughs> Listen, man, Dwight Howard slam <laughs> dunk concert. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> Shut up, dog.
2: <laughs> Pushes pacifier. I mean, glasses up. <laughs> In second grade last um,
1: week. It's it's funny because like.
0: Funny like a clown. <gasps>
1: Like, because, and, and, like, Dennis Rodman, you know, a lot of people will, will talk about him um, as far as, like, his hustle. Because he, he he really hustled. Oh, yeah. He was one of the the, the better um, uh, rebounders in the league, period. Um, mm-hmm. He always went after uh, the ball, uh, which is – and he was one of the better defenders because he had great
2: defense. Um, so
1: he had, like, I'll 20 say,
2: assists and 20 rebounds and zero points in a game. Like, yeah, right, series. right.
1: Right, and 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 they you know they don't count the stops and everything and how he prevented his players from getting the ball and things of that nature uh, as uh, they don't record those as uh, actively as the other stats um, because they're not really considered stats. But I would see him like um, play whole games and the person he was guarding would score a minimal amount of times if at all. That I mean he was just that 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 cold as far as defense. Mm-hmm. But you know you got cats like Rasheed Wallace who was like yeah. super rough bill lambeer was like he's still uh, known for elbowing niggas like you know what i'm saying right, right, okay, <laughs> i mean okay. I, i'm against
2: the pistons team but i understand their history but i just hate that guy <laughs> right right
1: right right i'm like they, they're, they're just funny because like there's a couple rap songs that talk about throwing bowls like uh, bill Lambier <laughs> <laughs> because of how i dirty he was yeah <laughs> And then you know, Karl Malone, um, especially in the finals against um, was it the was it the Bulls? Um yeah, I think so. where they were um they they beat Mike mm-hmm. and yeah. the and the team up. Um, so it was it was just that type of game. They were playing like, the go, Sixers a and they
2: beat Mike up. <laughs> They're playing yeah. a six the Sixers and beat Mike felt like standards. Uh it felt so, that from all the way over here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And and you know it it was it's just a part of the game, especially if you grew up playing um, uh, like playground playground and street ball. It's just part of the game. You learn the little tricks and stuff to throw people yeah, off the true. game, to prevent them shooting, to um, make sure that they don't embarrass you. Is basically what it is. Because Dude. if someone gets embarrassed, then that's game over because now the court has to clear.
2: Funniest thing <laughs> like uh was it Super Nintendo NBA Jam. There's like a um... I forget what button And it doesn't matter Cause you know Whatever <laughs> right. but you can like You hold the ball With two hands You got your elbows out Like chicken yep, wings And you're know. just going Back and forth like this <laughs> I, I literally thought That was legal to do But kids were like You can get mad at me At the playground Because I'm doing that I'm like what That's clean <laughs> Man Growing up Oh shit It wasn't right.
0: <laughs> cody been hitting the head <laughs> with They last me Bill no. <laughs> That's why he hit you in the, That's why hit you In the face with the Lunchbox Cody Now you're not now you <laughs> Right know. It was
2: an accident All right. <laughs> Make sure you learn your lesson. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Speaking of basketball, uh <laughs> Eman uh won the thirtieth uh, season. Damn, thirty seasons 30? of Dancing with Stars. I didn't know it was gone that long. That's crazy. But he is the twelfth athlete to win the show and the first
0: NBA player. Ooh! Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to that man. He he uh, he uh, he he can do a lot of shit. He's really like multi-talented. So shout out to him for that win. And for being the first person, he can he, walk and chew gum at the same time. Right? Impressive. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but sh- for him to be the first, f- okay. First of all, let's just go back to something. Thirty seasons. Thirty seasons. Y'all niggas got to stop running. Y'all. That means y'all running year round. Stop it. Stop this madness. Because y'all not. That is they not. Got five this,
2: seasons in one year. Ex-
0: no, exactly. That's exactly. Uh, the Kardashian clan. They mm. they started you know um, keeping up with the Kardashians in 07. They're at season 20. There has not been 20 years. Dude, 2007 right. <laughs> to, to Fucking... Dude. I, whatever. I don't care.
2: Maths is... That's like, what? A, a, a bit, what did you guys say a while ago? Like, business year starts in March or something exactly. like that? Or, like, for Grammys or something? Yeah, exactly. Like, no. like
0: dog. Right? January 1st. This is not the Mayan <laughs> calendar. Right. And, niggas, said first quarter, that was two years. Like, what are you talking about, bro? I, it's called September because it's the seventh <laughs> month, <laughs> but it's the ninth month.
2: Because why is it called Chile? Right, exactly. Because right. <laughs> why is it called
1: but we, but we, we're the ones who, who confuse uh, seasons with years because a season may not be the whole year. It just be a certain period as far as like production. Goes.
2: Uh, Man, yeah. Shut Americans up, Russell! what's your goddamn logic? What, what is a, an inch and a foot and a, right. in a mile? Because like. it's
1: funny. I'm um, actually, as I push my glasses right. up and shit.
0: Right. <laughs> Clayton, 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 look at D- that! It's funny because you said it. As soon as you said a season is not always a year, first thing I thought, there are definitely four seasons in a month. So, again, Russell, <laughs> shut up. In, a month? Be, in a month? In a month? Seasons in a month? Or, or in a year. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, McCoy, shut up. right. <laughs> I'm so wrong. I'm so wrong. What did you it There are four seasons yesterday, in a month. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> next if live in Wisconsin. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <Next> 17, <laughs> 17 and a half seasons per week and shit. Um. <laughs> Damn it, you don't need right. your
2: jacket when it's two o'clock. This
0: is summer fall right now. <laughs> exactly. Summer <Right>. fall. <laughs> It's all right now. Speaking of summer. <laughs> oh, winter wow. fell. Got summer it.
2: Summer walk falling backwards. <laughs> all right. Sounds like a
1: whole <laughs> Netflix season and shit. Right. Uh, uh, seasons. <laughs> um.
0: Uh, uh, uh. So, speaking of summer, as he said, Summer Walker, everybody. <sighs> Yet again, we are back talking about a young artist from Atlanta that, again, is taking over. <laughs> this time, we are talking about none other than the R&B phenom, Summer Walker. This young songstress started on social media apps like Vine and graduated to the major leagues. She signed with Powerhouse Interscope and Love Renaissance, a label based in Atlanta and home to Black, pre- <clears throat> should be pronounced Six Sixlack, <laughs> BRS Cash of Throat Baby fame. Um, side note, they also have a management division and oversee artists like the Shady Record signing Westside Boogie. But that's another story for another day. Huh. Um, she has quite... I'm intrigued now. <laughs> <laughs> right. She has quite... I'll forget another day. Trust me, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about him one day. Um, she has had quite the career since dropping her debut album Over It in the fall of 2019. But since then, she has had a child and a well-documented, tumultuous relationship with producer London on the track. Um, and now, she is back to tell it all with her follow-up still over it. But, was she able to overcome the sophomore slump? Okay, so, fellas, fellas, you feel what, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to, per usual, let you guys kind of talk about this first and tell me, you know, what you guys liked, what you didn't like, and um, we're going to go from there. Cody, we'll start with you. How did you feel about uh, Still Over It?
2: Uh, I think it was trash. I think she creates her own problems. She should just get over it already since it's the second time she's trying to convince people that. It's uh, maybe two or three out of ten. I don't care. Get over it. You make dumb decisions. Russell, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> can I just add actual- I got the I got the I got the scoop from uh, Siri because she likes over it, um, and then she listened to still not over it, and we kind of agreed on the same thing. And then she was filming me in on like the backstory about London on the track. And for baby moms, do you think that you can you know? Oh no, he's cleaned up and he's alright. And you know, it's like, dude, you did not get the hints. You know?
0: Okay. So I I, I so her story you you dislike it. and i understand that how did you think about it musically or are we musically yeah did you enjoy it uh it's the... th-
2: every sound sounded the same Okay, uh, it's your typical female r&b you know kind of. if you take the lyrics away sounds kind of nice but <laughs> it's, re- it's repetitive like, and over it's... an hour of the same uh girls to tuition
0: that's that's fair. Okay, I feel it. So you that's, said two, that's my take on boys to me. Yeah. You, <laughs> you said two or three out of ten. Okay, I feel it. Um, rough.
1: So rarely I listen to music for the lyrics and, and things of that nature, especially nowadays, because um, I just don't vibe with it with a lot of it um because it's not it's just not my experience it's just not my way of thinking and, and things of that nature so um i try not to judge people as far as like their lyrics unless they they're just terrible lyrics um and that's how i do like most rap songs because um, this week um i was trying to listen to this album and and then um when i was riding um a lot of travis scott started playing and so i was like you know <laughs> kind of getting to um a deeper appreciation for him oh. um the album is not terrible, but it's not great. Um, to me, it sounds like you know a, just a generic R and B album, like an off-brand Costco tank album. Um, wow. A lot of the songs sounded the same, somewhat recycled. Um, I really didn't vibe with it like like you know like that. Um, nothing against her as a person, but it just seems like the 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 same mode for. Um, female quote-unquote R&B artists because um, when I think of r and B, I don't think of this new age stuff that um, people listen to. Um, of course, because the music and music pro- progressions are like familiar, um, it's something you can nod your head to, but it felt more like background music for me to do shit and get stuff done. Um, for most of it, um, a lot of the songs, because they have such nostalgic rhythms, they led me to Think about and eventually listen to other songs and albums that I um, favor. Um, I mean, it, it felt lacking to me, but like I said, my my critique of R and B music is quite tedious and tough because it's it's really what I grew up with.
2: Okay, routine beer. You know, I forget one more thing though. Um, specifically, track seven, "You Don't Know Me," um, which that's uh, on the group chat. I said you should be retitled to that intuition emoji thing, but mm-hmm. she says in there, she talks about, like... Um, Track six. You should know what to do to me. I shouldn't have to tell you. Um, and then she said, uh, I'm not asking too much. And then she says, you don't know me. I'm like, how many contradictions can you do in one breath, lady? <laughs> Damn, just... I never thought about that. But,
1: I mean, it's reflective of the current society. Um, oh, a lot of times I hear on, um, or I read on Facebook... Like, you should know me, da 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 You should study me, da 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 But one, then don't assume don't, me. <laughs> one, no, one, we don't spend time like that with anybody anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It's all online-based interaction. So I can't really see who you are because all you're showing me is this persona. So I don't get to see the real you. So I don't know the real you. I don't know what the real you needs. And then after all of that, <laughs> you know, so so by now we've we've been dating a week, so you should know me by now to know that. Right. This is real shit. And, and it's like I don't fuck, like lettuce. Fuck out my face, bro. If you don't know me by now,
0: then I'm leaving, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Never know me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Um, I'm a crooner, by the way. Um, hey, so crooner. Crooner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, I'm a ravener. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a late. I'm a <laughs> I'm gonna be late for that. <laughs> hey, um, so Russell, what do you give it out of ten? Um,
1: five. Average. Average R&B. New new R&B. Neo R&B album. Five.
0: Wow. <sighs> okay. Okay. I can. I will. I will tell you guys right now. That's... You loved it, of course you did. We not gonna even. We not gonna. We not gonna even. We not gonna even wait. It's nine point seven five. I
1: mean. <laughs> I was gonna get it at nine
0: point eight
1: three, but oh, listen, listen. that's a radio station, so I
2: figured <laughs> <laughs> The Crowers. WJZI Wers. WKZI
0: Look at that. Is that chance <laughs> Chance the Parrot. Chance the parrot. Okay, put that in. group chat, group chat, group chat, but then group chat. Chance the parrot. Um so all right, you know how I'm doing nowadays, everybody. So my three three favorite things. I'm I'm next next time i might have to go back like to doing songs and, and, and everything, but um my three favorite songs three favorite, because I really wanted to do that on here, but I ain't gonna I'm just you know running down how I've been running down. My first favorite mm-hmm. thing, man, is storytelling. Okay. Um, Summer to me isn't an, and I'm a, it's gonna be a lot of to me. Um this uh, this music episode or um To me, to you, to me <laughs> to <laughs> Summer is an outstanding conveyor of feelings, okay? Um her approach to how her like she writes songs and her storytelling reminds me of Neo um in his prime, being that when and when I say that I say it because of this. Um, the stories don't sound like anything we have not heard before, which you guys kinda hearkened on and said, you know, it all sounds it sounds average. This stuff sounds like it's been heard before, but it is written with the most relatable honesty. So so much so that you are almost transported into her mindset while listening. Cody, you did you said, you know, she's contradicting, she's saying this, she's saying that. And you you know, we, we you know how we joke on this pod about, you know, women being retarded. Uh so but, but <laughs> dude, I, not my words. The, no, I no, I said it. I said it. Um, <laughs> right, just because yeah. I'm thinking it doesn't mean I said it out loud. No. <laughs> um, just, no, 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 no. But, but even though she contradicts herself in the, you know, in it, it's she telling it in a way where it's like, damn, I know you contradicted yourself, but I too have wanted a certain thing and contradicted myself because, goddamn it, sometimes we just do that shit as humans. And and never, and never. No. He said um, I've never Brands good. Never, runs right. never um, have I ever. Um so um, this this happens on pretty much every track though and not the contradiction but the way she transports you into her being like damn okay I kind of get I kind of get why well, you might have been feeling like that I kind of feel what you was on here even though you might have been wrong in your way of feeling that. Thank you. Um He said He said Mida. I'm sad you're wrong. You're right. happy. <laughs> um even though you might have been wrong for you know or kind of misled and um then and, and feeling like that, but it happens on every track where you can I can get the sense of what she's trying to get at from songs like Insane to uh reciprocate, even to screwing with Omarion, which which offered, you know, uh the needed male perspective um especially for me on that record. Um <laughs> Um even the song Circus is so real um if you've ever been in a relationship that you probably should not have been in um it feels it, like a circus it, 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 hey amen hey listen uh, again again <laughs> she didn't she didn't she didn't do some some like you know new age higher creator type shit where you just or some shit where you frank ocean where we just name a track something that's not even about but just to be in this convey you know she kept shit normal and very simple circus is what it's about how she's going around and, and her feelings feel like a fucking, you know, circus. And she writes it simplistic enough, but honest enough where I'm like, damn. Damn, I feel you, girl. Like, I hope you ain't, I hope you okay, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, the pictures that she paints on on every song, to me, again, to me, is perfect. And the point is never missed. Even if she's wrong in her point, her, exp- her explaining it is never missed to me vocals and this is kind of one i wanted to talk to russell about um how do you feel about her voice russ
1: um it's hard to tell what it what it autotones
0: okay um go ahead i'm sorry go ahead
1: i mean the basic structure of how she sings seems decent seems pleasant but you would never really know unless you heard her without the auto-tune. It seems like it's just prevalent through a lot of her songs. Um, the You can tell the correction, <laughs> and it doesn't feel as real and as authentic. Um, I even have problems with um, um, modern cats doing that, like, you know, Tank, Music So Hotel. Um, even Joe had some songs where his voice was auto-tuned, and it's like, but it, you miss the authentic, raw sound of how cats used to sing back in the day um, when you auto-tune, and I think it's because a lot of people don't, um, practice like they used to. They don't put the time in, they don't put the the effort in. Um, and it's a different style of, of singing nowadays because we have so many things that, um, aid and alter and tweak instead of, like I said, putting in that practice to get that perfect pitch that you want doing it that many more times to make sure that it's right. So that, um, your vocal cords, um, your mouth, your everything, um, as far as your your musculature, um, retains that 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 knowledge of this is how it's supposed to be done, and it keeps doing that to get it. It's um, like um, extreme muscle memory for um, like your, your singing voice, and so I think she would be a decent singer. Um, I think she should just do like a whole album without the auto tune and just let it be real and raw, and whoever listens. Is a real f- real fan.
0: Okay, okay. I I um, I wanted to because, like I said, you are, um, like I've said on this pod, um, you are a real, you know, music head when it comes basketball country. player from the nineties. Right, <laughs> you are definitely a Carmelo type of nigga. Um, I uh, um, you trying to say I'm fat, yo. Right. You trying to say I'm fat, yo. <laughs> I amuse you, dude. <laughs> funny like a clown I you. um no but i but you like we all have done music in this pod but you are big on vocals and the way a voice should sound and so when i think about summer walker miss walker can definitely sing okay mm-hmm. that is something that i think is really obvious but but i think you just really can't obvious. carry a tune but, <laughs> but as cody uh so politely put it she can She can sing. I think that's something that that is really obvious, but also that a music head like Russell, and even Cody, um, might be able to debate with some validity. Okay? And mm-hmm. and before I even got to this part, Russell, you know, I read the word vocals and went straight to Russell, and that's what I wanted him to bring up. Because now you guys are probably saying, how can you say she can sing and then that somebody might say she can't sing and still be right. Well, there are moments where you can hear the very, very subtle but obvious use of auto tune, which we which we know most of, if not all of, major label artists tend to use nowadays. As he just mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. Tank. Right.
2: There's a lot of different styles and ways how to use it. Yeah. So, like T-Pain used T-Pain, it for, yep. as like an instrument or something like that. Others Travis use Scott. it to. Because they can't uh, sing, and they're like, this will make me sound like I can sing good. But well, the and thing about it is... If they don't know how to use it right. It's just, you know.
1: With with, the, with T-Pain bringing it to the industry, like to the forefront of the industry, because it's been around for a while, it's been different uh, iterations um, and different, um, um, I, I want to say, versions of AutoTune. But with T-Pain yeah. bringing it so good, so permanently front yeah. to the, um, to the industry, you saw a, ch- a major change in most to all artists who sing, um, uh, yeah. how they used it to, to change their vocals. I remember, um, after T-Pain's album, I can't remember which music Soul Child album it was, but I could distinctly see a vast difference in the previous album from the, <laughs> that, that album, because it was like, vast I difference. asked my guy, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is This, this, this um this song is tight, but I don't recognize the voice. And he was like, "Yo, this is music," and I'm like, "No, the fuck it ain't." I had to go look it up because he sounded like a totally different person, and it was because he was learning how to sing with auto tune,
0: because it's sounded- not something
1: that everybody naturally does. Uh, and he sounded he sounded um, synthetic, and I'm like, "Yo, this don't sound <laughs> like real at all." But over time, you know, as you find a tool and you use it and you develop it you learn how to add it without overpowering the song or making the song just feel like it's worthless because now it feels fake you know yeah, what i mean
0: yeah he sounds started sounding sound like a robot like bender from fucking futurama mm-hmm. or some shit that um i um yes i i agree i think that it's overused even miss mariah carey you guys um has used mm-hmm. tune so um, I don't think that it's a cheat code. I don't even think that it's you know not something that something that should never be used because there are artists who use it to a very you, specific. You Don't think it's a cheat code. No, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a cheat code because we all know we all know what's going on. I think it's a tool just like using reverb. Or Let's anything disagree else. to agree. Let's disagree to agree. Then, Cody. I mean, you think it's a, because <laughs> uh, here, here's 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 the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. I if if it was a cheat code, you wouldn't be able to. To, to see it, hear it, and be like, I don't want to listen to this song because of the auto-tune. It's not a cheat code. Okay, Rebecca Black. But, uh, who? First of all, we knew what the fuck she was doing, and no one wants to listen to that song. But the
2: thing is, just to clarify, <laughs> to, to clarify, I don't think it's all the time, like 100% all the time is a cheat code, but there are people that cannot sing, period, and they're trying to get rich in the music industry with auto-tune. Mm-hmm. You right. know, it's like people, who it's like people with no arms who, or legs um, that drive an auto drive tesla who on can't sing. races
1: and are still brought up like they're the best singers in the fucking world so i mean mm-hmm. either way it's it's subjective
2: right so. right, right. Cool. <laughs> and <laughs> like Russell and i've seen before like you can use it different ways like if it's mm-hmm. if you know how to use it too like it can be used to enhance or brighten or,
0: or mm-hmm. as like a instrument test or if okay. you just can't sing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Well, um, this is um, a really elaborate uh, music section. Like, you guys don't usually never never talk this much in the mist, and so I like this. We really hate this album. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I think that um, but I think that also can be heard because of how soft she sings some of these records. I think the auto tune is prevalent because of her tone. Her tone is perfect on certain songs like "You Don't Know Me." or constant bullshit and insane. But the music behind all of it is just, just light enough where you hear exactly what's happening on her voice. Um, nothing about it is wrong, which is what I got to the part of it being a cheat code or whatever the case. I don't think it's, um, anything in her voice that is extremely negative. I like the way her voice sounds. I think there is an airiness and even a nasally, um, of, um, something about her voice that I am absolutely in love with. Uh, it adds to the soft and vulnerable character that she's that is being written in all of these songs and it's not if it's not true then she might be the most convincing artist since millie vanilli and either way i like it i like the way her voice sounds for the records that she's like she knows what she's gonna sound like when she's writing these records and when she's choosing these beats and with how it's gonna lay and i just i love it i think that's the best part about being an artist is you know creating in a way that you know what it's gonna give off um and I just love mm-hmm. the way her. I love the way she sounds vocally, man. I don't. I, I just love it. Love the way you lie. Right, exactly. <laughs> I can't deal with it. it is. So, Dimitri Martin had a funny joke that was like a uh, millisecond
2: is like one thousandth of a second, or and then I said a milli vanilla second and this is the amount of time that Milli Vanilli was popular in the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, hilarious.
0: also put that in the group chat. Uh, chance to pair it and Milli Vanilli second. You can do it. I hate you, Cody. Um. Anywho. Okay. Uh, sc- <laughs> <laughs> scope of emotion. The scope of emotion. Um. It is hard to find an artist that can give us so many different human, emo- <laughs> human emotions, and or thoughts on one project, and it lands pretty much every time. Um. This is something pretty Summer. Cool. Summer has seemed to master because there are happy moments here, sad moments Ooh. here. There are happy moments here, sad moments here, realistic moments here, and moments where the girl might be lost in thoughts of fantasy and thoughts <laughs> rooted in fantasy um the fantasy that we tell ourselves about the people that we are in love with and we want things to work. Yes, she's wrong on here. I mean, and again this is all um subjective, but there are a lot of records where like Cody said, you know, she sounds, yeah, like hey girl, you need to, you need therapy. And there are some records where I'm like, "Damn, he did. He was kind of on some fuck shit with you." Uh, you know what I mean? Um but from ratchet tales like Toxic, she wrote literally she wrote all up in our Kool-Aid, y'all. That's just that's just ghetto. That's just some ghetto shit. Just some ratchet shit. Um, to honest moments of self-reflection in what Fourth you know Baby Mama,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she realized, and that's on like, damn, I, you know, I was thinking he was going to be different, and, you know, my dumb ass, you you just be talking. Um, After he has three behaving, he thinks that
2: he's going to be different.
0: Hey, man, niggas can change. So she was trying to be the one that let him change, you know what I mean? I appreciate...
2: Hold on a second. (laughs) Hold on a second. (laughs) Shut up, Cody. The seventh one, though, it's going to be different. It's going to be different this time. They were all crazy. I'm the same one.
0: Um, (laughs) But, um, I think I can appreciate her because in the in the song Broken Promises, she's like, this is why I like it. So many different emotions because on one hand, you want to be like, um, she wants to say, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that, you being negative, you're being this. But and then she has songs like Broken Promises where she says, I'm not going to let no bitch tell me nothing about my man. I'm going to let him be my man. And if, and if you know, he does me wrong, he breaks that promise. Then I'm going to have a reason to be like, you did me wrong. But I can appreciate that because she's not so going she to So she
2: wants to be proof and run. She just wants to be no. told that she should get it out of the relationship.
0: Uh, no, but I'm thinking of don't it like...
2: Don't save me. She
0: don't want to be... Saved. Don't save... <laughs> oh, shit, Cody. <laughs> Yo, ass, okay, okay. You, hey, you going. I feel it. I feel it. I just think... Hey, you're I'm the just, one telling me this stuff. I'm just translating it. No, I just, I just think like if somebody came to you with a negative story about Siri, you, right. be, but you've been... Wait, you've been with Siri how many years you've been with Siri. You know what I mean? you going to let you know her as as for today. Would you let that can, you know, say, like, if somebody was like, she's going to fuck you over, yada, yada, eventually, we were together for a long time, and she eventually fucked me up, would you let that deter you from, or would you be like, well, I'm with her now, I've known her for this amount of time, and I know that this is where she's at now, and if I'm not going to let you, you know, after I have been with her, come in and tell me how she's going to be, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't let somebody else deter you. You would probably say, I'm going to let this play out because I love her and I've seen this good part of her and y'all could be wrong and that well, could be the oh her. You know what I mean?
2: Well, he- here's the thing. I am sure. <laughs> I'm like Summer Walker.
0: Now, um, I would see
2: both sides. Um, now, Siri and I talk so much about a lot of things and we're extremely open. Um, and I would, you know, maybe hear the person out. I'm saying maybe because I don't know the circumstance um, and then probably confront Siri. But I'm saying both sides, you know, it's it's because of my past relationship yeah was yeah so bad and um when it when it was over i've all the trauma that just sunk in you know i'm just like why didn't anybody tell me why didn't my friends and family tell me this stuff and they're telling me afterwards all this stuff it's like why didn't you tell me then and help me and save me and stuff like that and they're like don't kind of afraid and you think that you know, you would react or get angry and then I'm like, shit, I probably you guys are probably right. I probably would, you know, and right. yeah. so it's you know but with that in contrast, that's right. Like, you know, maybe call me and A- Right. okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, most families are like, you know, if you like it, we love it type of thing. Yeah. Um the the they they follow um the mindset that um listen, if it's something that you're not down with with something that you don't like, then change it. Otherwise Shut up, because if you're going to <laughs> complain about something um, constantly and not do any effort to make a change or to do better or anything like that nature, mm. what they say and what they, what they give you is not going to be as um, effective if you're not really wanting to make a change. Um, True, but I wasn't even I complaining. I, learned...
2: I was just in a bad trauma relationship. And, uh, right, like and because happen, you, you know? weren't
1: complaining because you weren't complaining. They felt it wasn't their job to say anything to you. Um right. That's how my situation was when I was in a relationship um, with someone who really didn't mean me any good. And you know, and initially, you know, everything was was fine and we were good and da da da. But as things progressed, I find myself talking more to people outside the relationship, and it's like, at that time, it was like, yo, so we don't want to hate this person if y'all. Tend to stay together um, because if she's good for you, no matter what all the other stuff goes. If you feel like they're good for you and you stay, we're going to have to see this person, but we're going to see them from what you tell us. So either you fix your relationship, fix your shit, or shut up.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why, like even as a group of friends like us, you know, we talk about like uh, mutual healthy. Relationship mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure everyone's all good.
1: Yeah. Right,
2: you know. right. For sure. Well, you're happy, but, you know? Right, right. You want to make sure this. you're really happy, yo? Right. right. <laughs> Paint that clown <clump> smile on.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get what you fucking deserve? Right. Get the gun on my back. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> I'm so happy. Everybody's happy. I'm mm-hmm. watching Soulful after this. um So, the scope mm-hmm. of emotions we say all that to say this. Hey, Georgie. This, make, this makes for an album that never slows down or gets old to me. Overall, we're going to wrap this up for you people today. But overall, <laughs> this is an amazing album. I've said this before to my lady, but I am saying this now publicly to my friends and to, to the world. Summer Walker is my favorite R&B artist currently. She has mm. been. She has been for a while because I loved her. Fucking loved over it she has been for a while um she may not be the absolute strongest vocally but her writing her storytelling and her overall songs are my favorite R&B to listen to this album realistically is just as because a lot of people were saying over it this is not living up you know to over it i say i call fraud on that um, this album is realistically just as good as, as the as the predecessor, just as good from the slow acoustic record to the upbeat joints like that right there. There's a lot here. And I mean that in a very good way. This album is nearly perfect in my, in my eyes. And the truth is outside of two skips that horrible, and I mean, hot garbage. And I wrote that in all caps, y'all hot garbage X for a reason with JT from the city girls ship with buns. And that super unnecessary Sierra team Timberlake, um, just, ex- <laughs> just <teen> Timberlake <laughs> that stupid dog. Why
1: would it not be just mm-hmm.
0: right. I was, like, I was t- um, and that super unnecessary Sierra prayer, also in caps, because please shut the, that shit up. God has other shit to do, lady.
2: Really? Um, I thought that part and the CD part like played a line in the story, and especially like. When Sirius was telling me about the backstory. I'm like, that I turned this sense. shit off when
1: he said Summer Walker's his favorite R&B artist. That's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: really don't know R&B. His explanations are like... Yeah, she's, a, <laughs> she's a crooner. Well, he doesn't know what a crower
2: She's
1: a crier. She's
0: a crier. But But, But... <laughs> Again, I'm not saying she's the best, and when I say that, uh, Russell, I'm not saying she's no, the I'm best.
2: No,
0: right. I'm, like- I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm dead ass serious. You're <laughs> stupid. I'm I'm ass ass serious. Serious. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. You yeah, don't play Rainbow Six enough. I just hate you. Right. <laughs> hey, you don't know what it means to you know what <laughs> <laughs> Um, but this album I mean, these doors. What? Right. <laughs> the fuck? This album would be um. One of my favorite joints of the year, had it not been for those skips. Um, this album is a nine. To me. <laughs> to Sorry. me.
1: I think Cody just cracked, yo. Know? Yeah, I think,
0: right? <laughs> Joker over there. Oh. Um, Cody Heath Ledger. Um, <laughs> Cody Ledger. He, he got to start low if he's going to do the Joker. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, God damn. My whole pod is it up. Um I just really side, I just really had a random ass uh, image in my head of all of us being dressed up as one of the different jokers like you know me being the suicide squad joker um you being the Jack Nicholson joker uh Russell and then Cody apparently he's the Heath Ledger guy Oh he just uh, might be I'd there. be Mark Hamill Oh oh so you want to be a Cartoon Joker be. nice yeah. nice cool Yeah
1: or Arkham can, can always get what <laughs> you want <laughs>
0: They forgot about me, <laughs> yeah.
2: dude. I forget who does um, Joe DiMaggio. I think um, the Joker from Batman Under the Red Hood. Mm. Dude, oh. have you ever seen that one? I've, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I didn't. I don't realize yeah.
1: it was uh, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, I, I, mean, pretty I thought sure it was is. still. I thought it was still. Uh, a Hamm- name? Troy
2: Baker. Oh, oh,
1: oh! Okay. He does so, a phenomenal Joker too.
2: But Batman but, Under. No, this is important. Okay, <laughs> and let me put it in the music. John saying. DiMaggio. John oh,
0: DiMaggio. John. Joe DiMaggio is the Yankee player, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. In the 20th he
1: am a baseballer.
0: This, <laughs> this album is an to me. And she fucked it up with those two skips. But... German for no. Nonetheless, I don't think there is a hotter artist than Summer. And now it's time for... Russell Prosity.
2: Let's set the record straight. It was <laughs> not a
0: nine. Russell <laughs> hits
2: this album. <laughs>
0: Cody wanted Detroit um, 2 to be a 10, so I can't no, I can't trust it. Uh, wanted? No, that should have been. <laughs> so, Russell, how are you doing, man?
1: Uh, well, uh... Kind of disappointed. Um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, so I said we were going to continue on with the the list from the previous yep. um, episode. Yep. Um, first, I just want to recap the previous points, regrets that we had talked about before. Um, one being the wish to have had the courage to be one's true self um, instead of pretending to be or being a people pleaser um, regarding certain things. Um Um, Number two was the regret of having worked too hard or for too long um, that you don't actually get to experience life. And then the last one being um, lacking the courage in expressing uh, your true feelings. Um, And that could be over a wide range of different things. Um, Those were the first three regrets. uh, Regrets, excuse me. Regrets? Right. I was thinking that. Which is a regret. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. that people often have either in their lives or towards the end of their lives um, and it causes them to reflect on things that they could have done a little differently. So um, I just wanted to jump right into this. It's not a, a, a long s- section uh, this time. Pause. Um, <laughs> just want to kind of discuss these last couple of points and then decide if you know want to continue with this because a lot of the other points that I've seen on um, a few different lists kind of run together they're, they're kind of all connected, um, uh, oddly and interestingly enough. Um, so then let's uh, move to move on to the next ones. Um, we did one, two, three last time. So number four, alongside with making the decision to work less or not as strenuously, um, it, it kind of leaves the question: Well, what do I do with all this time that I have available? <laughs> or Now that I've reached a certain level of stability and financial comfort, what do I do now? And so therein lies the regret for many people that I wish I would have spent more time with family and friends. (coughs) We live in a factory production society where people are trained like drones uh, until they fail or break. Uh, You seemingly work hard forever and then you die. Um, (laughs) Most without any legacy, or uh, a remnant left over, or left behind, or even thoughts on how to impact or improve the following or current generation, and it doesn't even have to be a slave to the a system, right? Right, and it's you know, and it's not even looking at the the global global scale. Just inspiring your family and friends with whom you frequently and consistently interact with is a feat in and of itself, and it's funny that we don't take it as seriously or or make it as important as I think it should be. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, as we just indulged in this holiday focused on family, friends, and uh, for most people, food, mm. many that I saw on like Facebook and people that I personally know <coughs> excuse me, um, didn't venture to see their loved ones due to many different reasons. Um, there are some um, fairly important reasons um, as far as, as safety being placed the highest priority, Uh, due to the continuing pandemic and its evolution, but also, um, as Cody mentioned, stress, um, not being able to do the work, because some people do actually work still on Thanksgiving, um, even though it's uh, recognized as a federal holiday. Um, Some people are still required to work, because some services can't end, and some services won't allow themselves to end just for that one day, uh, or even a few hours to give people time to spend with their families during this time. Um, Some, uh, for reasons that could have been cleared up with probably a simple phone call or a conversation. Um, I once wrote a little poem about how a little misunderstanding can lead to a huge riff that will suggest that there was never a connection in the first place.
0: Ah, very true. i'm sorry go ahead. go ahead go ahead no i just um the, I, the, first of all very true that because this motherfucker russell do be writing his ass off poems and all types of shit but um <laughs> i think two minutes it's like when it comes to communication is, is such a um a hard thing uh, a hard thing that should be easier because any you know any little thing can really be explained if you if you work to communicate with that person that you're originally trying to give that message to or, or pass the message along to and I mean it there are so many little things that could be that really like ruin ruin relationships or friendships and it's like damn like we you know if it was that easy for you to take this the wrong way about me, did you ever really know me as a person? <laughs> you don't know me. Did you ever, really, like, did you ever really, you know, were you really fuck with me in, in the first place? Because if you were truly my friend and my homie and my, you know, girl, you wouldn't let that deter you from like really knowing my heart type shit. But that's, that's it. That's all I have.
1: Yeah. And I think the the main thing there is the, the effort, because even if there was something that was said that offended you, That caused this rift. I would hope, especially like in our friend group, um, if there's things that we don't agree with, if there's things that um, were said that touched a nerve, I would hope that we would have the depth of connection to be like, hey, yo, um, even if we just pull each other to the side, you know, it doesn't have to be in the big. Uh, group content, we can just be like, yo, um, when you said that, I felt this kind of way, you know what I'm saying? And we can talk and hash it out and come to a common ground regarding it. Because a lot of things that we may say or may do are not so ingrained with us that they can't be altered for people that we truly care about. Yeah.
2: Push. Yeah, that, that's, pretty, that's my answer. So, McCoy, you've you hurt my feelings when you call me gay every day. Oh my God.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is it really to every day
0: now? Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> it might be. It so might please stop your fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See the way you said that was gay. No. <laughs> 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 stop you, Fanny. I'm just messing.
2: You. I understand why he says this. <laughs> I <Stop laughs> understand why he says this. He doesn't
1: love the child
0: <laughs>
2: I do be saying some gay I I don't
0: know (laughs) this is now this is let let NPC teach you guys how to be good friends Cody I apologize because I did not know that that hurt your feelings when I called you gay faggot homosexual Fudge that was very soft um, of you, you weak ass bitch. Right, <laughs> and this is this is how you friendship. This is,
2: friendship. This is how you do it. My point is, on gay.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, but yes, <laughs> Russell continue. continued. <laughs> Carrying on. Right, exactly, um, exactly. carry on. Carry exactly. on.
1: <laughs> but it is imperative, like we stated, we just stated, to find a middle ground with those you are connected to and spend time developing that connection. Um, one such example, um, um, which is real to us, is how we as a pod um, and as a friend group have come together in the gaming world to spend more time um, while creating new positive memories and just um, further developing that, that uh, connection even though we are unable at this point to see each other in person for many different reasons. Um, we took the, the effort to, as best we can, come together um, even though we talk just about every you now every day um, through um, the group chat and even individually um, we have our different conversations which is something that we've all have said is a major important uh, factor in how we have kept this connection going and how we've further developed it is that we all have the the uh, one group um, text that we all talk to each other about, but we also have our individual conversations and our individual um, shared interests that we talk about and interact with um, more so now because we are unable to see each other in person and how that strengthens not just the group, but each individual bond so that if there's something going on with the group, we can come together um, individually and be like, yo, what's good, you know, talk to us or talk to me because we have that connection.
0: For sure, for sure, and I, I also wanted to say too, even in all, our, even in all our jokes, um, no one's allowed to leave this friend group. So it's funny that we <laughs> we're talking about like how we interact with each other because that I think that's very something that's very important to all of us and very key because we know, you know, how we value each other as a friend. Like on all fronts, we really value each other, and so you know, there's been times when things have been said in the group chat, and I'm sure that you guys can attest to it. But I pulled, um. Each and every one. Of like you, when you call me good. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I leave <laughs> no, I leave that for the group so they can also hear that. Um, I, <laughs> I, um, I pull, I pulled people to the side from you know all three, all four of my, um, or all three of my, you know, pod members um, when things have been said. Like, hey, you guys. You can know, include Wiley. Yeah. <laughs> um, and no, <laughs> I've had these conversations, but I think that that's key to you know maintaining these relationships is is just knowing knowing when to you know, have that moment to to pull somebody to the side. Like, if I can't be honest with you about how I'm feeling or you know, check in on you on some honest shit like that. that then you're a bitch. Right, exa- exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I think we've said this all before too, but like there, it's not like oh, I'm, I want to say something, but I'm worried or like I can't, I'm afraid to say something. It's like we're I feel like comfortably open just saying whatever, you know, how we feel, think or feel. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and but we also have the decency to um, really enforce when it's a joke, and really, when we're trying to be serious, we um, still joke about it because we're assholes. Um, (laughs) Right, right. <laughs> no, but but we we do have we do take the time to differentiate between the two when there's something that really needs to be said and something that really needs to be heard. um mm-hmm. I think we're we're very good at that, um and we've come a long way because uh, in the beginning it was kind of just all over the place as far as jokes, but there's a structure to it now. We kind of know each other more, so we know how each other is, so we don't take offense to things.
0: For sure. Yep. No, I agree 100 with that. Well. I also got thicker, tougher skin since then. (laughs) He stopped being a bitch and just became a biatch.
2: I I just ran out of Kleenex. I can't afford to cry
0: anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A broke (laughs) biatch.
1: So like I said, it doesn't have to be a super gigantic gesture as long as the effort is engaged on both ends. All right. So number five, and here's a big one. Pause. Um, (laughs) Pause. not making amends um i feel like this is a huge stumbling block to progression growth and evolution in my opinion Uh, most of the time we feel being right is more important i know um i struggle with that still to to this day Um, instead of wanting to cultivate a deeper relationship um it's like no you need to hear me because i'm right Uh, instead of being like okay well you know what is your opinion on this? What is your take on it? And just listening, because sometimes that's all it takes is just to listen. Um, and knowing something does not necessarily mean that you know things. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And this can be applied. You're wrong because this. um, (laughs)
2: When I learned, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And this can be applied to like many facets in life. uh, You know, financially lacking because we choose not to make those connections and invest in networks to support us and provide support for. Um, A lot of people just don't realize that networking is a two-way street. It's um, all of the big business um, heads and CEOs that I've seen had interviews always talk about how they didn't go in. With the mentality of how is this going to make me money but they chose to develop a relationship with the person to figure out listen how can i help you Um, i know i have a great product or i have a great idea here how can i use that to help you and a lot of business um relationships are based on that okay so um this is what kind of i'm working with and this is what you're kind of working with. How do we help each other so that we both have something that we can share? And it's it's, it's it was an interesting take because a lot of people um, who go into business think that, okay, I just need this amount of money because I want to be comfortable with this or I have these bills. And so they don't have that same mindset because they can't want to afford to.
2: Yeah, it seems like obviously like in – business it's like the end goal is to make money but if you do Mm -hmm. things for the pure motive of like just making money and not like what you're trying to get across with your motive or your product or you know like it's not you're not going to be as successful
1: Mm -hmm. and you can be um totally absorbed in the fact of making money that you lose sight of everything else and that usually is what leads to a downfall. So we talked about the financial part, now spiritually. Um, You can be spiritually malnourished because you don't have a thought in your head, let alone a belief in your heart that is a guiding factor for you. Um, No standards which to live by or treat others or ourselves, um, which in turn is connected to our social ability and standard because if we can't treat others with a level of respect that we should have basically for ourselves, then it shows that we don't have that respect for ourselves uh, nor that we have the sturdiest foundation on which people can either rely on or trust. Um, so, the, you know, like I said, there's things that 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 are um, that are all connected, as I've said in previous episodes, which I hate. Um, see circles and cycles. But um, there is a connection. <laughs> I just
2: brought that up to TS this morning,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we're friends. <laughs> that if we take the time to see how these things are connected and why we should invest in those things. Um, we'll start to understand how to continue that connection or develop that connection or to improve ourselves through these connected things. Um, We take the time to first amend what we're um, at odds with with, within (laughs) ourselves um, before we can do that with other people. I think that um, a lot of times we try to do the outside to the in, and it's more beneficial for us to work on the inside to the outside. Pause,
0: but yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There are a few sayings that kind of give insight to the point of forgiveness, seeking and bestowing forgiveness. Um, Going to your brother or sister in a fault with the desire to correct it really pulls that energy, spirit, whatever, um, off of you and restores the energy of the other person if they're willing to accept. However, at the very least, it should give you peace about the situation because you made an attempt to set the order correctly. On the flip side, torturing yourself with obsessing over what someone did, holding on to that anger and resentment and waiting for them to apologize when they may not even know that they offended you or worse, they know and they don't give a shit, is stupid. It's similar to, as the saying goes, drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die.
2: I agree. I also did see a quote or something where it's, And it's like I, I get both sides, you know? Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. a touchy, but it said something like, um, don't let people tell you that it's not okay to hold a grudge. Uh, I saw who you were and how you treated me, and I want to hold my ground and not let you treat me that way again or something like that kind of thing. Which, is, right. again, it's like I I get both sides.
1: Right. You know? But it like I said, and because I words are just so important to me. Um, The word grudge is what I find disparity with, because Mm -hmm. I don't think you should ever forget what someone did to you because it prevents them from doing it to you again. But Mm -hmm. I don't think you should hold that grudge in your spirit because it fester and cause you to have um, more terrible and negative feelings about them and about people who may even have the slightest um, similarities when they've done nothing wrong to you, um, so that it it causes you to be um, not your true and full self because you're holding back. Because no, I seen how you know mm-hmm. you wear the same shoes. This and, 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 you know, I can't. I hate dogs, so you know you got to be the same nigga. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Um, and that's I think the same as, and I agree with what you are just saying like hundred like percent. That's probably exactly why I'm like both sides. But I, um, right. But I think it. I want to say. I, uh, it was Muhammad Ali. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I want to say, where he's like, you need to trust everybody, but trust them mm-hmm. for who they are. Trust a snake to be a snake. Right. Trust you know a dog to be a dog. Kind of
0: thing. Right. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. Believe who somebody tells you the first time because they meant that shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I um. You usually when we get to this part of the conversation about this these particular things, I have yeah y'all know how I feel about the old uh, you know um forgive and you know let it shit go and I you know I'm I'm often saying oh fuck that I'm not forget like um I'm okay mm-hmm. like I'm off, I'm I never wanted to be uh, misunderstood I'm I'm okay with forgiving cuz you have to forgive This so is the guy forgive. who can't spell I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with forgiving um because you have to forgive to move on but I'm for, you know I'm for forgiving you know in the sense of I'm just not going to think about what you did no more but forgetting, like it's not—it's not forgiving that I'm with, that I have an issue with. For me, it's the yeah. motherfuckers expect you to be—you know—a nigga could do something to you. A motherfucker expect you to be but like, with yes, I don't buddy ever, buddy within right? The next, exactly, yeah, no, exactly. So This was something that
2: I think it was like the the word forgive or the act of it and stuff. Like I didn't really grasp fully until like Russell broke it down to me. Like I think. A year two, I don't know how long, ago, two three years ago or something. Where it was like, you forgive to help yourself and so you can heal. But again, don't like you said, don't forget mm-hmm. because you know it's yeah. not like it's not like you're saying, oh, it's okay, everything's all right. You know, it's just like to cleanse yourself and so you don't have the You know, it's your uh, mental health. You know,
1: yeah. right. Yeah. So forgiveness has is is a, a three part thing. It's it's a triangle. Um, a lot of these spiritual tenets and, 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 and beliefs and functions usually have, um, a three point, um, connection piece. So mm. the forgiveness is that you, um, uh, forgive the person for the act that they committed. It doesn't necessarily mean that you forget what they did. Um, cause a lot of times the phrase forgive and forget is forgive the person and then forget them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, let them go type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, But we we have this thing where we forgive the person and forget the action, but that's not kind of how that works, is to forgive the person and forget the person they were. Um, Because a lot of people have that mentality to where it's like, you know, um, I'm not going to forget the action because it made me feel this kind of way. It did damage. Now, that damage may heal, but it doesn't mean that I'll be perfectly the same as I was before I was
2: damaged. The scar is still there. Right. Right.
1: Um, So the forgiveness is to forgive that person so that the act no longer continues to hurt us, even though the damage is already done, but the act does not continue to hurt us. Then we forgive ourselves because a lot of times we hold um, fault with ourselves for why did I let that person? Why did this? You know, I should have. I should have. I should have. I should have forgive ourselves because we make mistakes and it's okay. Um, we're still here. We still have another chance to to do something different. Um, instead of focusing and festering on that, I should've, I should've, I should've, we forgive ourselves and let that go. And then we forgive so that we don't have the divine retribution for holding that grudge. And so that's where the three parts come in. We forgive horizontally between us and the person, and then we allow the forgiveness to reach the divine um, point of, of interaction or connection so that there is no continued karmic retribution. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think— I Sorry, my gene zoned off when you said fester, and I was thinking about the Adams Family and <laughs> Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Something we're gonna, about that, yeah. I we're going to forgive you, Cody. We're going to forgive you for that. God damn it, Cody. I'm trying. <laughs> um— <laughs> I think, and I and I do, you know, I do forgive in the sense of, like you said, man, you got to forgive the acts so that you don't hope. Because here's how you know a person didn't forgive nobody for shit. If you still be like, ooh, you know, I hope such and such nigga, like, when I see, or when, because mm-hmm. when you ha- have hope that something negative will happen to receive, even if it's not you, if you have a, if you're holding in your heart that something negative will happen to that person then you haven't forgiven. And I think that's, that is what people should not carry. But. That's another thing too, is like, I don't, me personally, I
2: don't think that it's like, I don't expect or have even like, you're talking about bad hopes. I'm even talking about good hopes too. Like, I hope they'll change or I hope they'll treat me better. It's like, don't like that's like, again, trust them to be themselves and you don't want to let yourself down,
0: you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I just don't, um, when when it comes to that type of shit, no matter no matter what, I be trying to figure out like, well, fuck. motherfuckers, really want you to be like, like, ah, oh, no, it's it, it is it is what it is. Like, no, I'm going to be like when that I'm not gonna walk around thinking about you, and I'm not gonna walk around like, oh, somebody beat his ass. But when your name come up, cause I'll be the one beating your ass. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, when your name come up, it will and be a swift, a swift. Fuck that person. Not dealing with them. Not interacting with them. It will be that will be a thing. It now I won't be walking around like, oh yeah, Johnny. Next week I'm gonna mm, run that nigga down with my car. But don't expect (laughs) for me to want to be in the area with this person or me to be like, you know, can you guys just shake hands? No, 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 no. We're not. (laughs) We're not doing that. I'm not shaking hands with this nigga. So that's
1: and like you said, it, it 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 does. It's not something that. Will happen probably instantly for a lot of things, especially because people can be really shitty um, yeah, to themselves so and to each other, uh, to to each other, and so. <clears throat> It, it may not be like an instant, okay, yeah, I forgive you type of shit. It might be a yo, stay on your fucking side, yo, because yep, yep. I'm not done processing this shit. Yep. Um, the shit that you hit me with that initially hurt, you know, um, the impact wasn't as bad, but the, the butterfly effect and the ripples may cause some damage, so I need some time to heal and to be okay, and I need you to not be near me when I'm doing it. Right. You know, that's just perfectly cool. human and perfectly fine. Yeah.
2: Right. And like McCoy was saying earlier, uh, he said a, a word and then say that people, you know, uh, change um, <laughs> mo- most likely, most likely people don't change. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that nobody changes or people don't change. Like there, there are people that change and I am I can see it in myself and my friends and my partner, you know, but what I, I don't know the statistics, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm only the sports guy, but probably like 12 percent of people change in the world. <laughs> Otherwise, like- everyone else is just shitty people and they stay shitty people.
1: Right, and that shouldn't be what you base anything off of. Like, 11%. if they show you, if they show you change, and they show you consistent yeah. change, then that's what you believe. Like you said, believe people for who they are when they show you, because that is usually the the best representation that you're going to get. Um, yeah. It may not be who they really are, but that's the best representation you're going to get. And, and until they show you any different, you should treat them as such.
2: And Syria, and I had big uh, talks individually with. Um, our own respected people in our lives, and we both were like, you know, said to each other about it, like, you know, this is what they said. We'll see how it goes, though. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens when the future, you know, but mm-hmm. you know. yeah, for sure, for sure. And I
1: yeah, mean, let's we'll see how they did exactly. <laughs>
0: because the great NWA exactly. said, A bitch is a bitch, yeah, right. <laughs> A bitch is a, mm-hmm. a, a bitch I will say this if you listen to the goddamn words, I didn't call you a bitch, I said, Stop acting like a bitch, right? Exactly. <laughs> I love when niggas say that. Um, one of the things that I always believe is that Russell is Prince Akeem from coming to America. So, I think that you should believe what the person showed you, and Russell has shown me that he has a land of milk and honey that he owns and probably farms. So.
2: <laughs> and I'm on the skateboard trying to get some free food for people. <laughs> right. That was in the beginning of the movie, right? Uh,
0: free, I would like, plenty, plenty free goat.
1: So this regret has many people lamenting that their life could have been different or better if they took the time to make amends with loved ones or themselves. Um, I can't tell you how many people I know still feel some kind of way because someone close to them passed and they didn't mend the rift that was between them before. Um, A few years ago, I made it my mission to talk to people I had a falling out with and say my peace. Um, not in anger or bitterness or, because you fucking, you know, none, none of that bullshit. Clean things up. Um, but in a genuine way, I just wanna, you know, just, hey, I wanna squash whatever be misunderstanding um, with you just to have peace. And I found that most people, um, when you put your pride and egos aside, really just wanna be free of the guilt, pain, anger, sadness, whatever they're feeling. Um, but they either don't know how to initiate the healing process, or they feel like it's a lost cause. Um, I, you know, it always starts with us, usually within us to make the effort to forgive ourselves for a lot of things we did to ourselves intentionally and as a byproduct of poor and uninformed decisions we've made. But the effort, honestly, usually starts with us because you have the person
0: that, that effort. Oh my God, I think my alarm just went off, I'm sorry. Did y'all hear that? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it just started a little vibrate or something. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about
2: that. Hold on, let me just turn yeah. that one off. You good? It's only noon. About time for you to
0: get up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> you, you want to actually know what that is? That's my social no. media. It says, post next album for review on two social media every Saturday at 12. Now, obviously, the days we're recording, I don't post it. But <laughs> every Saturday, I make sure I make time to put that on for you, Cody. Because I love you, my friend. Because you was a biatch. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but it's, so gay. it's so fucking gay. I'm
1: sorry, Russell. Continue. No, you're good. <laughs> okay. uh, so the important thing to remember is as long as we're breathing, we have the time to make that change, to make that effort, to work on ourselves and put ourselves out there to be healed and set free from the bondage of our own self-doubt, guilt, depression, sadness, whatever you are dealing with that can be released. And it should be to just be a whole and complete person. Um, one of the the the, the things that uh, really sh- really struck me this last couple of weeks was that we never know when will be our last time speaking, seeing, or being able to interact with someone.
2: A so memento. Yeah.
1: yeah, So it, it is prudent to treat every interaction not as if it will be our last, but as if it will be the most important one we may have. Um, treat people kind. As no one knows the full story situation that people deal with, which is why, you know, people always say, you know, treat people to, you know, how they come to you, how they are, where they are, because you don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know what the background story Mm -hmm. is. Um, So even in that instance, to treat people kind, you don't have to love that person, you don't have to like that person, excuse me. um, But you should show a genuine love for people at a base.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: foundation. Um, you don't have to go uh, out of your way for them because you know you may not have that connection. Or I, I truly believe there's an intuition in all of us that uh, um, tells <laughs> us, okay, this person may not have the best intentions for me, so maybe I shouldn't interact with this person. Um, and you should follow that gut feeling um, because usually it's it's a protective one. Um, so and and being kind, you know, and trying to live quote unquote peaceably with all men as far as you're able, um that's what the Bible says. Um I find it 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 is important to also treat those interactions as the important moments in our lives that we may never
0: get back again. Never
1: ever, never
2: ever, never ever. Runs
0: on. <laughs> Forever, never, we never, only see on. a glimpse sorry i'm sorry i'm
1: sorry sorry. we only we only see a glimpse of a glimpse that we're allowed to um so be kind don't be stupid don't be timid be intentional whoops treat every counter as if it may be your last and make it count i believe you will find this this will enrich in your life bring a new zest to your interaction with people and overall fill you with the desire to always put your best foot forward Mm.
0: Cody, you don't need Rest. no more no mo- zest in your interactions. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, about welcome, man. I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, that's it. I'm done.
0: Oh, shit. That was it. <laughs> oh wow.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. And once again. <laughs> once again, this has been, you know, my man uh, <laughs> Russell doing his Russ thing. <laughs> Russell Prosser <team>. Um, <laughs> before we get out, head out of here today. You know, I have become the new TS. He is I, and I is he. <laughs> um, so interesting. I won't even say fucked up story. Interesting story of the week. Three dead, hundreds injured after storm rouses scorpions in Egypt. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait! How the fuck is that not fucked up story? Uh, I mean, <laughs> with all the people dead,
2: it was only because TS would find it interesting and <laughs> exciting.
0: <laughs> scorpions are cool. Um. <clears throat> Three people are dead and hundreds are injured after um, inclement weather roused hordes of venomous scorpions out of their hiding places and into the streets and homes. Vicious New plague ra- started. <laughs> <laughs> um, vicious rain, dust storms, and snow surprisingly in the southern city of Aswan last week drove out scorpions as well as snakes. Um, i Um, Al-Ahram, a government-run Egyptian newspaper, reports three people have died from scorpion stings and 450 people have been injured by the stings thus far, BBC News reports, citing an unnamed health official. Those who have been injured and are being treated with anti-venom in hospitals as well as in medical centers that are located in more remote areas, according to Alham, Health officials have <clears throat> even called in doctors who were on vacation to help treat the influx of patients. In the meantime... Uh, vaccination. It says gra- vaccination. Gra- I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Um, in the meantime, before Cody interrupted me, asshole, residents are being <laughs> asked to stay inside their homes um, the Ashwan governor, who I'm not going to try to uh, say his name, Asharif Atiyah. Oh, there it is. You um, tried to say his name. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> also, limited traffic for a time, closing local highways to prevent accidents due to limited mobility in the rain, the outlet reports. Scorpion stings can be lethal. The Egyptian um, fat tailed scorpion, a species found throughout northern Africa in particular, has been described as one of the most deadly in the world, according to the St. Louis Zoo don't ask me why they got that information from the St. Louis Zoo, but that's where you can find them (laughs) in St. Louis (laughs) where there's a scorpion staying all day (sighs) and that has been episode 104
2: of wait, 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 that's, you know, it sounds like those people could really get away Uh, the first
0: sailing boats were built in Egypt fun fact Oh shit! Okay, okay, Cody, I like that. Um, you have now been tuned in to episode one hundred and four of Not Politically Correct, where we do everything without TS. <laughs> um, he says, "I'm sorry." But, uh, <laughs> um, it's your boy it's McCoy. You <laughs> it's your boy, we're McCoy, <laughs> aka Mister What To Do. and it's also Cody. I'm Cody. Rushmore? <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Come on down. Here's your bus. All I'm right. out of
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> it's your greyhound. It's your bus, I'm out of here. It's your bus, <laughs> and I'm leaving right
0: away. My Here's here. your coats, <laughs> and you got no money. You can walk. It's the spicy meat to boil up. But on that note, <laughs> it's a Mia, Mario. Gang!
1: It's Maria, Mario.